0: This episode of Locked On MLB is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. This episode is being dropped on the third day of September 2021, and we are now entering go time. It is Labor Day weekend, And congratulations if your team is in contention this weekend, because in so many ways, that's all you can ask for. But two of the best teams in baseball are going to play a showdown to avoid a one-game playoff. I make a small, tiny change in the postseason that could be done this year with very little effort. and. I take a look at the fact that the National Yeast is not only not over, it could potentially be up for grabs if a couple of things fall in the right way. This show is available in the free and easy to use Odyssey app. We're also available wherever you get your podcasts, and we are available on YouTube. This particular show is not going to be a video show because I am unshaven and I look like I was found on a deserted on an island talking to a volleyball right now. But Rest assured, there's going to be a lot of new video episodes of Lockdown MLB on our YouTube channel, and you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown MLB Pod. Same handle for Instagram. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And if you have a smart device, be sure to tell it to play podcast Lockdown MLB or check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including Lockdown Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. Okay. Let's talk about something. The Giants fell out of first place. The Dodgers finally passed them. And the Giants became a second-place team for almost 17 hours. And then the Giants played a game. One of those games where the final score was deceptive. It was a deceptive final score. The final score was 5-1, to one, the Giants over Milwaukee, the team that I still think is going to win the World Series. But the fact of the matter is, it was a much closer game than that. It was 1-1 one to one going into the eighth inning. Uh, Darren Ruff broke the tie with a, an RBI double off of Devin Williams in the eighth inning to give the Giants a 2-1 to one lead. And then Estrada, who made a fine defensive play earlier, hit a huge home run to make it a five to one game. And the Giants held on. There was a weird play where there was a home run that the Brewers got from, I believe it was uh, Adamas. I could be wrong. I'm do, just doing some of this off the top of my head. That was initially called a home run that made it a two run game in the ninth inning. But then the replay showed that it was foul by maybe a foot maybe a foot either way it almost grazed the foul pole I think the umpire thought it it grazed the foul pole along the right field line either way the Giants won the game and they're tied for first place again with the Los Angeles Dodgers and right now we're going into Labor Day weekend and the Giants and the Dodgers are tied for the best record in baseball they are playing with a 634 winning percentage which translates over 162 games to almost 103 wins these are two teams that are on pace to win 102 ball games and they are going to play essentially a 28 game season and here's what's on the line of the two teams the one who plays better than the other will have home field advantage throughout the national league playoffs and probably all through the way to game seven of the world series the loser will have to play a one game playoff do or die against probably cincinnati who would be throwing a couple of potentially very very good pitchers and have a dynamic offense so your do or die game they could win 102 games and have their season end because wade miley had a good game and the winner of the that 28 game seasons you have will be able to say hey you have to come through us you have to come through us and do you know what it starts tonight Dodgers Giants tonight it begins and if you don't think there's tension happening in these games then might I say friend thou art bananas the first game is going to be In San Francisco, there's no starter listed as of this recording for the Giants. David Price, the forgotten Cy Young Award winner on the Dodgers, is going for the Dodgers. These games are going to be so meaningful because there's only 28 games left in the season. And these head-to-head games are the ones that are going to have added meaning. Because these are the games that you... They're not going to be tied at the end of today. They're not. And you know what? They're not going to be tied at the end of the weekend because they're playing three games. And so you can make a big dent, a big Harvey dent, on whether or not one of these teams is going to have home field advantage and then one of the teams is going to be playing and singing for their supper. Now, I I don't know what to make of this matchup. The Giants went on a four-game losing streak that allowed – the Dodgers to leapfrog them, albeit for one day. And the Dodgers were not exactly playing chumps themselves. While the Brewers were playing the Giants, and I do think the Brewers are the best team, maybe not in terms of win-loss percentage, but the best designed team for a postseason run in the National League right now. The Giants winning that game was critical. They lost the first few games in that series while los angeles had to play a very good atlanta Braves team who are currently a division leader and it's borderline impossible to try and figure out what is going to happen in this national league west you can't do it you honestly can't do it at this point because all year long we've been waiting you know, not with bated breaths, but we've been waiting for the Dodgers to overtake the Giants. That the Giants have been playing over their head, the other shoe's gonna drop. The you know, Dodgers keep adding Hall of Famers to their team. Eventually, things are gonna turn around, especially after the addition of Scherzer. Like, okay, Scherzer and Trey Trey Turner's probably going to win the batting title. Scherzer has an outside chance to win the Cy Young Award, and they added them mid-season. All right, all right, eventually, okay, Giants, you've been playing over your head. Nice year, nice wild card trip, but it hasn't happened. Even with the recent losing streak, they only conceded first place for, what, 18 hours. And so it is perilous. To think that you're going to be able to predict what the Giants are going to do and when they're going to fall, especially when now you're talking about a borderline insignificant sample size. 28 games. Think about what 28 games, when you're 28 games into a regular season, you're still in freaking April. Okay, maybe first week of May because they skip a lot of game days in, in April to make up for rain delays and everything. But you understand what I'm saying. Having a good four week stretch, any team can have a good four week stretch, any team can have a bad four week stretch. So, the Dodgers and the Giants starting this series tonight is this is the good stuff. Okay. This is the jelly in the donut. All right. This is when things get really, really good. This is the melted cheese in the veal salt and bokeh. And if you understand that, and I'm sorry I brought you up the fact that veal is delicious. I don't need it anymore. Please, please don't send me any notes. But man, they, there's this dish where it's like veal and it's sort of rolled up and cooked perfectly and there's cheese in the middle of it. And oh man, so good. And that's what this series is. Veal salt and bokeh. And there is an element that is not fair about the baseball playoffs. Because as is designed right now, there are two potential 100 win teams that will have the two best records in baseball. And the way the playoffs are set up, there is no conceivable way that those two teams could match up in the National Championship Series. It's impossible. There is no scenario that has the Dodgers and the Giants playing in the national championship series well okay there's one scenario is that one of them falls off a cliff and the brewers wind up passing them in the standings to for the best record in the national league but i don't think that's going to happen as good as the brewers are and it stinks in that way because if the dodgers and giants faced off to winner takes the national league pennant there'll be a tremendous amount of drama in that built into it from the rivalry and everything like that, dating back to Coogan's bluff and Ebbets field. But the way it's set up is the wild card matchup happens and the winner of the wild card takes on the team with the best record in baseball. Now, in theory, that makes sense because it puts a premium on winning the division And it makes it more exciting. In the playoff situation that I would like to see happen in baseball, which is we eliminate divisions. And we just have the top three teams are automatically in the division series and four and five play a play-in game. And so the way that that would unfold now is you'd have the Giants, Dodgers, and Brewers automatically in the division series. And you'd have a one-game playoff between – the Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds. That makes sense to me because the three teams I said above, the Brewers, Giants and Dodgers, have been better than the other teams and the Reds and the Braves are probably evenly matched. But we don't have that right now and it's too late to fix it. But there is one thing that you can do now, right now, for this year's playoffs that could allow for a Dodgers-Giants NLCS, and it would not require a whole restructuring of the postseason. It would actually be kind of easy to do, especially because a lot of times you see situations where a team doesn't know who they're going to find. Are we going to be on the road? Are we going to be at home? We don't know what's going to happen. There's always sometimes some confusion when you're waiting for a team to clinch. And here is my... Very, very simple proposal to fix that problem of having the best matchup be an impossibility for the championship series, and it's this. You do it the same way to the wildcard. If we have divisions, we can't eliminate divisions this year, and the, the runner-up of the National League West will play the second wildcard team, whether it winds up being San Diego, Cincinnati, Whomever there's a couple other teams that are kind of on the periphery, right? That but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Okay, we still do it that way, and either the Dodgers or San Francisco are going to fair or not have to play that one game. Okay, after the wild card game is played, and you have the winner of the wild card game, then you reseed. What do I mean by that? Let's say. The Giants win. Okay. Then the Giants have the second most wins in the National League. The Dodgers would play the team of the remaining four with the least amount. So it would be the, they would be the top seed. And then the Wild, the, the Giants, let's say the Giants are the wildcard team that wins, they would wind up playing the Brewers. Let's say so it would be Dodgers, Braves, and then the Giants will play the Brewers. You reseed them based upon you know ranking them one, two, three, four based upon win-loss record. Keeping the wild card, uh, I guess, stigma intact. If you win the wild card game, you still don't get home field advantage in the division series, but you're not necessarily playing the team with the best record. You reseed them after the wildcard game let's say the, the the reds or the padres upset the giants you have a hundred win giant team and an 87 win reds team beats them well then that reds team would play the team with the best record it's like once the wild card game is over you then rank them one two three four based upon win-loss record and you just don't give the wild card winner if the wild card winner is the second best record in the National League you just don't give them home field advantage in the division series because they're still the wild card team now why couldn't we do that this year and who would object i know who would object the Braves and the Reds and the and the Brewers would probably object the Brewers would much rather be in a situation where they have to beat the Braves Three out of five times and not have to face San Francisco or Los Angeles in the division series. But it would make the playoffs more equitable. And when you have two potential 100 win teams, it would create a scenario where, you know what, that could work. That could work. And the winner goes on to the division series. And the loser, well, I don't know what they do. They're going to have to have some sort of consolation prize. I know what you can do. You can get them in built Bar. You know, built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. And they have so many delicious flavors. Coconut, Cherry barcia, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate, and my personal favorite one, which is Raspberry. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box. You can get two of each of the nine flavors that I just said. And I said it somewhat clumsily, but I'm not even going to edit that out because built Bars are not only the best tasting, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180. Four or five grams of sugar and only four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or rice whatever you want. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's kind of neat, isn't it? Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. I mentioned that the Braves lost a series of games to the L.A. Dodgers. And there's an interesting sort of chain reaction to the fact that the Atlanta Braves, who just stormed into first place, only to get swept by L.A. in three really tight, good games. I mean, if this is a preview of a potential postseason matchup between L.A. and Atlanta, there were three really exciting games. They just all happened to go the way of the Dodgers. Now, an unexpected thing happened with this little bit of a tiny hiccup and slide of the Braves, who found themselves in first place. It's allowed for the National League East to get more exciting than I think people thought it was going to get. Now, the Braves are in Colorado for this upcoming weekend. They played the first game of the series on Thursday night while Atlanta won. And yes, we're at a point of the year where it's binary. It does you, you win, you lose. That's all that matters. The Rockies came storming back. It was a one run game. And the Rockies are a very, very difficult team at home. They have a winning record. They're a good team at home. They're not a good team on the road. They're a horrific team on the road, but at home, they're very good. And they may give the Braves some fits. Now, the New York Metropolitans, who just a couple of days ago were eight games out and falling like a rock, especially after their horrific stretch between L.A. and San Francisco, where they won a grand total of two games. And they have how many one run losses or one or two run losses? There's, they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, eight losses of one or two runs between the the Giants and the Dodgers. If let's say just two of those games instead of those those eight losses, instead of 0 and eight in those games, there were two and six, which is still not good. If that had happened, then the Mets would be only three games out of first place right now. As it stands. They're on a four-game winning streak, and they are going to be playing the Nationals, who are not very good. And they're going to be playing the Marlins, who are not very good. And then they have a series against the Yankees and the Cardinals, and then a showdown with the Philadelphia Phillies. And they wind up ending the season with three games in Atlanta. It's not over for them. They have to turn things around. They have to dust themselves off. They have to forget that that grotesque streak against the two West Coast teams did not happen. But it's a possibility, especially if the Braves begin to falter. And remember, this is a team that had a losing record at the trade deadline. Remember, this is a team that lost its MVP, that had tons of injuries and tons of off-field stuff happening to them and then suddenly they turned it around, they could turn back just as quickly. So it's not over for the Mets. It's a long shot, to be sure, but it is not necessarily done. But I'll tell you what was really, really, and did I mention really not done, are the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Philadelphia Phillies won again. They keep winning these games. They had a six-run deficit. They won their sixth straight game today, and their offense is playing at an unbelievable clip. They've had at least seven runs a game for the last seven games, and this is the best stretch that they had in terms of that type of offense since the 1933 Phillies. Now, the 1933 Phillies were not a very good team, but they got a great offense led by Chuck Klein. But they are playing exceptionally well right now the Philadelphia Phillies are pulled to within two games of the Atlanta Braves and as the Braves are going to be toiling in Colorado the Phillies are playing the Marlins and they're going to be starting Gibson against Lizardo who pitched quite well his last game now again I've made this point before the Marlins are a team that probably would love to eliminate the Philadelphia Phillies and they are proud team and they're major leaguers too so when you circle a schedule and he's like hey hey this is going to be an easy win here well do you know what that's not always the case things don't always work out that way the Philadelphia Phillies have pulled themselves to within two games of the Atlanta Braves and are one solid winning streak away from Regaining first place, hell, they're within striking distance of the second wild card game. When you take a look at some of the games they've been playing, they got the games against uh, the Marlins, then they have a tough series against the Brook Crew, then they have a series against Colorado, then they have a series against the Cubs, then comes the showdown with the Mets. Then you have a couple of very bad teams like Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Then you have the series against Atlanta. They finish the season against Miami. If they play well against teams with bad records, the Phillies could very well move ahead and win that division. Now, that should be something they're capable of doing. Keep in mind, they have a losing record against the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and there was one more there, the Pirates. Now, if they had winning records against or even 500, they'd be in first place right now. If they got off to a slightly better start, remember they started the season, they were sub 500 for a day in August. And just imagine if they just were mediocre for the first half of the season, they'd be in first place right now. Fix those problems early, folks, because all those walk-off losses that the Phillies endured count just as much as these games being played now. But they can turn it around and if they play well that's all they have to do that's all joe girardi has to do with this team is play well against lousy teams and they could win the division this team hasn't had a winning record in a decade they have a shot an outside shot but a shot and it's just win the games you're supposed to win and don't get swept in the other series and the division is yours it's in their hands. That's all they have to do. Now, is it a long shot? Possibility. But it's still something they could do. It's not a surefire bet, but it's a possibility. And do you know what? If you're going to make a bet, go to Bet Online. It's that time of the year again. All lines are turned to football. As teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wage will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports from football, baseball, basketball, hockey, boxing, right to your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait, take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. Hey, let's talk a little bit about Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching. The sports highlights are on your phone. You got your neighbor's best friends login in for the good stuff. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no more need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Contents vary by package. All right, folks. Well, hey, I'm going to be doing some video podcasting this weekend. I already have recorded one thing I'm going to drop. I'm going to follow the the games and everything happening for what is, let's face it, this is the cool part. We're at Labor Day weekend. And if your team is in contention on Labor Day, then guess what? Your, Your team has delivered everything that they promised, which is a summer of games that matter and if you're still in contention when it's we've passed labor day then your summer has mattered in terms of baseball the matchups include the pirates and the cubs means nothing i'm sure it'd be fun if you're going to wrigley field think of a you know a really fun way to spend part of your labor day weekend and to see there the mets and the nets are going to be playing and the mets have to just go on a win streak They can't take two out of three. They have to go on a real win streak to make up for lost time. The Orioles and the Yankees are playing each other. Now, on paper, this is a monumental mismatch, and say that three times fast. The Yankees are one of the best teams in baseball, and the Orioles are the worst. But Means is pitching for the Orioles, and he's a good pitcher. Nestor Cortez Jr. has pitched quite well for the Yankees, but this is a matchup that the Orioles could potentially upset them. The A's who are aiming to get that second wildcard spot away from the Red Sox, are starting Sean Manaya in a game against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have an outside hope. They're still needing to go on a big run if they want to really contend for the second wildcard spot. The Red Sox still have the top. No, the Red Sox have the second wildcard spot at this point. Yovaldi against Quantrill win a really good matchup against the Cleveland Indians as we're wrapping up the identity of the Indians for the next couple of weeks. Soon they will be the Guardians, the Tigers and the Reds. Now, let me tell you something. If this was 1940, this would be a hell of a matchup, but it's not. But the Reds are still wanting to hold on to that second wildcard spot, and they're handing the ball to Gutierrez, who has pitched pretty well recently. The Rays are the best team in the American League, despite losing the game to Boston on Thursday. they are been playing the Minnesota Twins. The Phillies and the Marlins, I mentioned that series before. The Phillies have images of a National League East title dancing in their head. They got to win these games. They cannot allow the Marlins to upset them. Gibson's pitching against Lazardo. I mentioned that one before. The White Sox and the Royals. Dallas Keichel is the odd man out in the White Sox rotation right now. Former Cy Young Award winner and World Series champion with the Houston Astros. We won't mention that World Series, shall we? Keuchel wants to secure his spot on that postseason roster and he's going to be going against Kansas City. Adam Wainwright is going against Peralta in a really good pitching matchup. The Cardinals are on the periphery of the wild card right now. The Brewers, who have already clinched a winning season this year, that used to be a big deal in Milwaukee. Now they expect it. The Brewers are expecting a lot of things this year, like maybe a 100-win season, but a really deep playoff run. I mentioned the Braves and the Rockies earlier before. The Angels and the Rangers are going to be playing. Otani is going to be going for his ninth win and to lower his ERA under three. He's the MVP. There's no doubt about it. The Mariners are long shots to win the second wildcard spot, but playing the Arizona Dimebacks should help. They should win this series. Madison Bumgarner, though, has pitched pretty well recently, and he's going to be going for the D-backs. The Astros and the Padres. At one point, this looked like it could be a World Series matchup. Urquidy against Arrieta. Yeah, Arietta. That Arrieta is pitching for San Diego. His ERA is over seven. Yikes. Meanwhile, the game of the night is, of course, Los Angeles versus San Francisco. As that game starts at 645 Pacific time, I have West Coast bias, 945 East Coast time. So, hey, we're going to have a fun Labor Day weekend of baseball and fun as we wrap the summer up, I still think the season should end on Labor Day because, as I mentioned in the Bet Online read that I did, everyone's eyes, other than your pal Sully, seems to be turning to football at this point, but I digress. The fact of the matter is we're going to have a great, fun weekend and a fantastic final four weeks of the regular season. So go to the free and easy-to-use Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Locked On MLB for the third day of September 2021. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.he, wherever you get podcasts.